Hello, Syngap Lab. My name is Michael Gralia, and this is episode 73 of Syngap 10, your 10-minute weekly briefing on everything you need to know about Syngap 1. A lot of interesting stuff happened in Syngap land this week, but I'm not going to talk about any of it because the only thing we can talk about is Leon. If you're um, not aware of what I'm talking about, on Sunday night in Tyrol, Leon couldn't sleep, and his dad took him for a walk in a nearby park. According to the reporting, at about 4 a.m., Dad was hit on the head with a bottle and was found at 5.20 in the morning. As soon as he came to, he started asking about his son. A search was immediately launched after they found the empty buggy, pushchair, wheelchair, whatever country you're in. And at 6.20, Leon's body was pulled out of the river in the park. I don't know what to say. The news of Leon's death spread very fast. I got a phone call on Tuesday morning, Western time, U.S. time, whatever. And we had a lot of discussion within the community, across the states, Australia, Germany, trying to figure out how to respond, what was appropriate, how to support the family. The Germans had a Zoom call with all the families in Germany and Austria and told them. They then put out a statement, and then we put out a statement. A very brief statement because we were all shocked and still don't know what to say. It's been a very weird week. Once we put out a statement, a lot of questions started coming into Lauren. A lot of questions. And a lot of people said, well, was it Singap related? How did he die? Because people weren't translating the the news article we shared the article in german and people weren't doing the translate things so we, we put a translation on our website if you go to syngap slash leon or syngap.fund slash leon you can read the article and there's links to other articles as they come up and if you find other ones let us know we'll add it um but one of the questions was well if it wasn't syngap related we should say that because parents are freaking out and I've been thinking about that, and I was immediately clear. I said, no, we're not going to say it wasn't Syngap related. And I was surprised at how clear I was on that point. And I've been thinking about that ever since. I mean, was this a tragedy that resulted from a crime? Or did Syngap, or did Leon, is Leon dead because he had Syngap? And I think the answer is yes. Yes. This is a tragedy. This is a tragedy that resulted from a crime in a park in a beautiful suburb in Europe. And if Leon was a neurotypical healthy child, after that happened, would he still be dead? Probably not. 
because a neurotypical six-year-old boy would scream like hell if his dad was unconscious. A neurotypical six-year-old boy would be out cold at 4 a.m. and his dad wouldn't have to take him for a walk to put him to sleep. A neurotypical six-year-old boy probably wouldn't have gone to the water, might have known how to swim, and would probably have screamed for help. I hate to say these things, but we can't turn away from the reality that in addition to making our children's lives so much harder, it can also cost them their life. Definitely shorten their life. The data on that one's solid, right? The average life expectancy of a child with disabilities is at least 10 years less than population average. But we can't turn away from the fact that this affliction called Syngap-1 makes our children so much more vulnerable and makes us so much more vulnerable. If you don't know who the Applers are, Sandra and Florian were diagnosed in 2018. They immediately created a foundation in Austria called Leon and Friends. Sandra has been constantly fundraising and advocating. She has been in the press. She has reached out to researchers. She's fought like hell for her little boy. I have pointed to her again and again as an example of what one family can do. And I have encouraged everybody, and I still do, to fight like hell for their kids, to raise money and to invest in science, because that's the only way this goes away. That's the only way this goes away. There is, it is unimaginable to me that there is anything that could have been done differently. I have been driving up and down the 101 with Tony in the back of the car so many nights, wondering if he's ever going to fall asleep and worrying that I might fall asleep first. If, if you abstract this just a little bit and you, you, you forget the horrible crime of Florian being mugged, how many times have we as parents been one misstep away from something bad happening and then something worse happening to our kids? Because of this crazy sin gap because of our kids who can't sleep, because of our kids who elope, because of our kids who run towards water, because of our kids who have spontaneous aggression and get triggered by things nobody understands. Too many. Too many times. The Applers are an incredible couple, family, and our entire community has been um, consistent and uniform in an outpouring of love and grief and condolences for them. 
we are all feeling their pain as they're living one of our worst nightmares. This was a horrible tragedy. And in my opinion, this death was Syngap related. We have to remember how vulnerable our kids are, how horrible this disease is. And the only way, the only way we're going to reduce that risk is by finding better therapies for this disease. Maybe it's a small molecule from Rarebase. Maybe it's an ASO from Praxis or Stoke or some other company. Maybe it's something happening in a lab in Nebraska or somewhere else right now. And the only way that happens is if we all advocate like Sandra and Florian have done ceaselessly and tirelessly raising a little money, raising more money, finding a scientist. If you've been paying attention back in July, we, all, we announced a grant with Sandra and it was building on a small grant she had already made to Michael Courtney. We should take time to grieve for Leon, to love our kids and to be inspired by Sandra's example to keep fighting for a better future for our kids. Thanks for listening.